Welcome to the Life in Moderation podcast. I'm your host, Alex Adele King, certified nutritionist and holistic women's health expert. Here, we'll cover all topics related to nutrition, women's health, hormones, self-development, and personal growth. I'm here to guide you on your journey to balancing your hormones, loving your menstruation, cycle syncing, and living your best life. Now let's get into it. Welcome to episode number 13 of the Life in Moderation podcast. In this episode, we will be talking all about morning routines. So I've always been interested in morning routines and it's something that I encourage a lot of my clients to start implementing if they don't have one already. So a morning routine is going to be a little bit different for everyone, but I encourage you to try and see what works for you. What works for you at one point might not work for you at another point as well. So it's important to remember to be flexible and work with your current situation. For example, when I was in high school, I used to get up really early in the morning about 5, 6 a.m. and I would go for a run since I was on the cross-country team. And I would go for a run in the morning. I'd come back, have my lemon water, have my smoothie, breakfast, get ready for school, and then be at school for around... 8 a.m. And so what worked for me back in high school didn't work for me when I started working and doesn't work for me now. So it's definitely important to see what works for you, what jives with you, and what fits your schedule the best. So the important thing about a morning routine is that it primes your brain for success every single morning. So if you want to be successful in the year 2021 and onwards, a morning routine is something that you need to start implementing right away. So I would say commit to at least 90 days, so three months, because 90 days is the proven amount of time to make a habit a lifestyle. 21 days will create a habit, but 90 days turns that habit into a lifestyle. So give yourself at least 45 minutes in the morning, ideally, but we'll talk about times a little bit later on in the podcast. I'll share with you, even if you have six minutes, there's no excuses. You can have a a morning routine even with six minutes, but I would say 45 minutes is an optimal time to give yourself just some you time in the morning before the days get crazy, before, you know, if you're a mom, before your kids start needing you, before someone's asking you to do something and tugging on you, before you get a dozen emails and phone calls and text messages and all that, you know, you can just take some time just for yourself to start your day off right. So the important part of a morning routine is that your mornings create your days, okay? So your morning routine creates how well your day is going to unfold. Your mornings create your days, your days create your weeks, your weeks create your months, your months create your years, and your years create your life. So basically, it all really starts with a great morning and a great morning routine in order to create the life that you want. So how you start your mornings is how you live your life. Make today, day one, instead of waiting for one day. That's actually as I was prepping for this episode and I took a little break just to scroll through Instagram and I saw that quote by Lewis Howes, someone that I really look up to. And when I read that, I was like, you know what? I have to squeeze this quote in because 
It fits perfectly with morning routines. So make today day one instead of waiting for one day. So for me, I see my morning routine as personal growth. Based on what I do in my morning routine, it helps with my self-development and it helps me become the person that I want to be. So if I think of my highest self, my highest self is calm, peaceful, zen, making tons of money, working out really hard, being really strong. And so how am I going to get there? It all starts with my morning routine. And for a lot of successful people, they also highly believe in a morning routine. So we'll go through the steps and we'll start off with step one. So step one to have a good morning routine is setting up your space. So your space is very important, especially for your morning routine. If you're doing your morning routine in bed, it's not going to have the same impact as if you have a set space for your morning routine. And this will vary depending on what's included in your morning routine. So we're going to plan that out in this episode. And then we're going to start thinking of which rooms in your place can you implement your morning routine. So this is a dedicated area or space to have your morning routine. So set yourself up somewhere that is separate from where you usually are. It might be tough for some people if you're anything like me and you live in a pretty small apartment, then you might be a little bit cramped for space. But even if you find a corner and make that your Zen corner, you can put a meditation pillow, have a little table with some candles on it, whatever speaks to you, maybe some crystals and just basically things that make you happy. So do with the space that you can. For me, we have a one bedroom plus den and the den we use as our living room. So typically in the morning, once I get out of bed, I head right for the den into the living room and I have all my stuff set up there. I do a lot of my workouts through an app that's connected to our Apple TV. And that's also where I do my meditation. And then after I do exercise meditation, I come into the kitchen and usually meet my partner. We have some breakfast and that's where I do my journaling, reading, and affirmations. So we'll get into that a little bit later on, but start to think right now, where's a space that you could set up that makes you feel happy, makes you feel calm, is going to make you motivated to do your morning routine. So think of a space. Number one, you want your space to be inspiring. Number two, you want your space to be comfortable slash cozy. And number three, you want no distractions in this place. So don't make your meditation space your kid's play area. Have a separate space where there's no distractions, there's no mess, there's no clutter, so that way your brain can just feel free to connect with yourself during your meditation and your workout. Step number two is when should you wake up? So let's address this question. When should we wake up? So waking up early makes you more productive, makes you more focused, gives you more time for yourself and prepares you for the day. So those are just some benefits of waking up early. So think of your ideal time. Would it be 6 a.m.? Would it be 7 a.m.? Maybe 5 a.m.? And if you're not used to getting up early, let's start to think about a time that's just a little bit earlier from the time that you wake up. And we're going to keep pushing that boundary to make it earlier and earlier and earlier. So if right now, for instance, if you wake up, let's say at 8 a.m., let's start to push that. So tomorrow morning, set your alarm for 7.45 a.m., 
And each morning we're going to go up by 15 minutes and eventually we'll hit that 6am sweet spot and you won't feel as tired. It'll just start to feel natural that you're waking up at 6am. The hard part is getting in the habit, but that will come if you just increase by 15 minutes a day it'll get easier. So why should you wake up early? Waking up early is the first thing you can do to feel discipline, to feel like you've accomplished something hard. So there's a whole book on why you should make your bed in the morning. And this is also an important step. Even just waking up is rewarding. Just waking up early, you should be patting yourself on the back You should feel good about accomplishing something really, really hard. And then the next step would be making your bed. Making your bed is an easy task, is an easy task to feel accomplished. If you're not making your bed right now, you're doing it wrong. You need to be making your bed every morning before you leave the house. I know it might be difficult for you if you have a partner and you wake up early because you want to do your morning routine and be a good person and work on your self-development and personal growth. And your partner might be sleeping in still for one or another reason. And so you might not be able to make the bed right away. But with that being said, you can go do your morning routine and then once they wake up, get out of bed, you can make the bed. And that's an important step in feeling accomplished for the day. So basically, everything you do in your morning routine will make you feel so accomplished that anything else you do in the rest of the day will come so much easier. If you sleep in, you hit the snooze button five times and you just can't get out of bed, you basically just fall out of bed and onto the floor and everything's a struggle. Even like walking to the shower is a struggle. Making breakfast seems like way too much effort. That doesn't sound like your highest self at all. Whereas let's say you set your alarm, you get out of bed, you do your morning routine, you're feeling awesome because you just crossed off five things in your morning routine, brushed your teeth, made your bed, had a nice shower. Now you're making breakfast, you're making a smoothie. Doesn't that sound so much better? That sounds like your highest self. That sounds like the version of yourself that's making a million dollars. And if that's where you want to be, then you need to make a morning routine and make it work. Make it something that's going to stick and make it something that's going to help you get to your best self. So I'll give you a little example of some people that wake up early and are very successful. So a lot of successful entrepreneurs wake up anywhere between 4.30 a.m. to 6 a.m., give or take. And these are some people that get up early. Richard Branson, who is the CEO and founder of the brand Virgin. So we know this from radio, airlines. Basically, Richard Branson is the entrepreneur of all entrepreneurs, owns so many companies, and is just an incredible human. And then we have Tim Cook, the CEO of Apple. We have Jack Dorsey, the CEO and founder of Twitter and Square. Robert Iger, the CEO of Disney. Marissa Mayer, the CEO of Yahoo. And so many more people. So for me, what I like to do, I'm not getting up at 4.30 a.m. I'm going to be honest with you. But try and have your morning routine done before 8 a.m. So that's going to be your first goal. Get up, set your morning routine, and finish it before 8 in the morning. That way, anything after 8 is just productive. 
So essentially, you might be thinking, oh my gosh, this sounds so early. I'm not used to waking up at 6 a.m. How the heck am I going to do that? Let's start off by rewinding and going to the night before. Just like that quote from Lewis Howe said, make today day one instead of waiting for one day. So make today day one. If you're listening to this in the evening, start this evening. Your morning routine starts in the evening. You need to have a good nighttime routine in order to have a good morning routine. So go to bed early. I would say go to bed before 10 p.m. This is something that I suggest to all my clients. In bed before 10 p.m., ideally asleep before 10 p.m. You have the best sleep between 10 p.m. and 4 a.m. This is when your body is healing. It's recovering. This is when your liver is naturally detoxing. All your organs go through a gentle detox. Your brain goes through a nice little detox when you're sleeping. So getting to bed early really helps to support your body and your circadian rhythm. So your circadian rhythm is that awake sleep response. So we produce cortisol in the morning to wake us up with the sunshine, and then we produce melatonin in the evening to help make us tired and prep for bed. If we're messing with that sleep schedule, we're messing with our entire circadian rhythm and throwing everything off balance. So going to bed early is important. Get at least eight hours of sleep. If you want to know why sleep is so important, I would say definitely check out Sean Stevenson's book, Sleep Smarter, and also the book, Why We Sleep by Matthew Walker. Since this is a morning routine episode, I won't go too much into nighttime routines. But if you just start off by getting enough sleep, turning down the lights in the evening, turning off technology two hours before bed, that will help immensely. Step three is your morning routine. So here's the fun part. We get to find out what works for you. And I'll share with you that lately I've been loving Hal Elrod's Miracle Morning Routine. And this is what I've been doing since the beginning of January. And I'll get into in a little bit. But before I share with you what I do and my whole morning routine and all the logistics of that, I'll give you some examples of what successful people do in the morning. So these are just some examples that some successful people do. Take with it what you will. If something resonates with you, jot it down and maybe you want to start implementing it in your morning routine. To have a good morning routine, you can just start with one thing on this list. So I'll start to list off 10 things. If something resonates with you and you can squeeze in time for just one, start there. You know, you just have to start somewhere. Just start. So I'll list off some of these examples. If something resonates with you, implement it tomorrow morning. So successful people, they get up at the same time every morning, even on weekends, non-negotiable. Set that alarm, commit, be disciplined, wake up at the same time. Number two, they get up before 8 a.m. So this is very common. A lot of successful people and millionaires get up before 8 a.m. Number three, they take cold showers. Every single morning, Tony Robbins plunges into a 57 degree Fahrenheit or 13 degree Celsius cold plunge pool. If you want to learn about all the benefits of cold therapy, I would definitely check out the Wim Hof method, which is a breathing technique, and he also talks about all the benefits of cold therapy. 
but taking a cold shower, that's another thing you can do to be disciplined because we all know how painful cold water is. So if you can do it in the morning and power through it, your brain will become so strong. You will feel superhuman. If you can do that, you'll feel like you can do anything. Number four is they read empowering affirmations. I personally love affirmations. I also suggest this a lot to my clients. I typically suggest Louise Hay's work. She has a lot of good information on affirmations. But after repeating your affirmation hundreds of times, it just becomes part of your automatic thinking. So for instance, I'll give you an example. If you think to myself, and the I am affirmations are very, very, very powerful. So if you think to yourself, I'm dumb or I'm not worthy or whatever it is, if you look in the mirror and you say terrible things about yourself, especially if it's an I am sentence, that's how you live your day. That's what becomes the automatic thinking and the thought patterns. And you can just dig yourself a hole with those thought patterns. So we want to work on these better I am affirmations. So you can look yourself in the mirror. This is something we don't do very often is look ourselves in the mirror and start saying I am affirmations that are more positive. If I one day want to be a millionaire, I'm going to start smaller. So I'm going to start with something realistic and something that's kind of pushing me to become a millionaire so I can look in the mirror and have positive affirmations like I'm smart I'm creative I'm a smart strong independent businesswoman I have a podcast I have a business that I own I have amazing clients I can start saying some I am affirmations that resonate with me in my current state but that are coming from my higher self. So that way I can reach to be better and better and better every day. And then I can reach to be that millionaire and have that millionaire state of mind. So eventually that affirmation can become true. So start these positive affirmations and repeat them all the time. That way they just become that automatic thinking. Number five is successful people read a book in the morning. Something that I like to say is if you stop learning, you stop growing. So constantly learning, constantly reading new things, educating yourself, opening up your mind, opening up to other people's point of view. This is vitally important. Number six, they seek calm and tranquility through meditation. So many highly successful people start their day calmly in order to create clarity and avoid chaos and stress. For instance, Mark Cuban, Jack Dorsey, Oprah, Tim Ferriss, they all start their day with meditation. Number seven is they avoid checking their phones for the first 30 to 60 minutes of their morning. (laughs) This might be a tough one. A lot of people these days are addicted to their cell phones. We sleep with it next to our beds. The first thing we do in the morning, especially if we have our alarm on our phones, is we're touching our phones first thing in the morning. And once you stop that alarm to wake up, you're going to want to look at your emails because you see all those little red dot notifications, but resist that. Resist it for the first 30 to 60 minutes. If that's something that resonates with you, try and avoid looking at your smartphone. 
for that first 30 minutes to an hour in the morning. A lot of successful people do this. This way they can proactively focus on their own goals and self-improvement instead of being forced to react to other people's requests, messages, emails, whatever it is from the start of their day. This is your morning and your morning routine and something that you're doing just for yourself. So that way you don't feel like you're being pulled and tugged in a hundred different directions first thing in the morning. Number eight is they set their intentions. Each morning, Benjamin Franklin woke up at 5 a.m. and asked himself, what good shall I do this day? And Steve Jobs asked himself every single morning, if today was the last day of my life, would I be happy with what I'm about to do today? Very profound question we're asking ourselves this morning. Number nine, they journal about their thoughts, gratitude, and goals. Many highly successful people journal at the start of their day. This way, they create clarity of thinking, capture ideas, focus on gratitude, and prime their mind on their goals. Journaling is one of those simple habits that has a powerful effect on your performance. Number 10, they prioritize their to-do list. Before your phone starts ringing and your email inbox starts dinging, you can knock something important off your to-do list before anything else. You get both momentum and a sense of accomplishment before 10 a.m. if you prioritize your to-do list and set aside time for yourself. So those are the 10 morning routine habits that successful people do in the morning. Did anything resonate with you there? Anything you want to start implementing? Write it down. I know when I first went through this list, I was like, "Hmm, okay, I do a lot of these in the morning routine. One thing that I try and do time and time again that I really need to get better at is to take cold showers. I'm not currently doing that. Sometimes I do turn it cold right at the end of my shower and see how cold I can stand it. But that one's a work in progress for right now. I'm going to focus on the current morning routine that I'm doing, get that 90 days under my belt, turn that into a lifestyle, and then maybe I'll work on the cold plunging myself. But one thing at a time. So I've always had a morning routine But for years, I wanted to start meditating in the morning. I've heard all the benefits. I heard Oprah talk about it so much. And I've heard all the great benefits you can get from meditation. But I felt pulled in too many directions and felt like I always had to rush in the morning. So before school, I felt like I had to make my lunch and I had to go and I had to study and I had to drive there and X, Y, Z. And I just did not have time to meditate in the morning, let alone do anything else. And so some mornings I was very, very rushed, very stressed. The best I could do was listen to a podcast in the car to kind of have a Zen moment there and um, work on my self-development. But I've wanted to try meditation, but just never found the time when I was going to school. And then when I had a steady job and had to be there early in the morning, I just never found the time to connect and and even give meditation a try. I went to some seminars where they talked about the benefits of meditation, but it all seemed like you had to really connect and, and turn the mind off and get quiet. And you had to do this for an hour to two hours. And I just thought, oh my gosh, there's no way I can sit quietly for two hours. That's just, that sounds so difficult as much as I would love to. I have one of those brains that 
everything is connected and I'm just like firing on all cylinders all the time. And it's very hard to shut my brain off and just one idea leads into another and, and it just works so fast. And so I was like, how the heck am I supposed to sit quiet for two hours? There's, there's no way. But I got excited when I heard about this morning routine and I could spend even just a minute on meditation. I was like, you know what? Now I have no excuse to to not give it a try because I can have a minute to do my morning meditation. And the big reason why I started doing the morning routine that I'll talk with you about now is that now that I work for myself from home, I, I make my own schedule. So I have some time in the morning now. And so now's the time that I feel compelled more than ever to have some structure in my life because no one's holding me accountable to be at work by 8 a.m. No one's holding me accountable to do XYZ specific steps throughout the day. It's myself holding me accountable and I wanted to have some structure in my day. So I thought, you know what? I need to have a structured morning routine to make me feel really good about my day and just having some sort of structure. So if you're working from home and you might feel a little bit stressed out that things are chaotic and non-order and what the heck is happening in the world, a morning routine that's structured, even if it's six minutes, might be very good for you. So I do the Hal Elrod's Miracle Morning Routine Formula. And one thing that I love about this morning routine is that it can take you anywhere from six minutes to 60 minutes and it's really all up to you. So for myself, this worked for me because I've listened to Hal Elrod on so many podcast episodes and I just thought, you know what, this morning routine sounds life-changing and I want to make big changes in my life. I want to make big waves. I want to be the best version of myself. So I thought, I can't say no to six minutes. I, I literally have no excuse not to put six minutes into my morning routine. And since doing it, I found that I love a lot of the things in this morning routine. And so I don't mind if it takes me 45 minutes because I personally see a lot of the benefits. So some mornings when I'm rushed, six minutes will do. As long as I check off every single thing on this list, I feel accomplished. So that's why this morning routine works for me. It might work for you as well if you want to check it out. So I just feel that everyone has an extra six minutes in the morning. So there's there's literally no excuses. There are six steps of this miracle morning routine, which Hal Elrod calls the life savers. So savers is the morning routine. The term savers stands for silence, aka meditation, affirmations is number two, visualizations, exercise, reading, and scribing, aka journaling. So those are the savers. Silence, affirmation, visualization, exercise, reading, and scribing. So for me, I kind of combine some of them as well. I'll explain how I do my morning routine. So I get out of bed. First thing I like to do is head to the living room where I have an app called Fit On. I, I honestly can't believe this app is free, but it's free and it gives you all these really amazing workouts. And then there's even a whole section for meditation. So I like to go in and depending on how I'm feeling that morning, sometimes I'll do a five minute, sometimes I'll do eight, sometimes I'll do 11, whatever's kind of speaking to me. I do like a lot of the gratitude ones. There's there's some really good ones in there. And so 
those are doable for me. So I turn on the Fit On app and I start doing my meditation. So I go into the meditation, I pick one that resonates with me that morning, and then I sit for those five to 11 minutes, do the meditation. And then since the Fit, I'm already in the Fit On app, I might as well do the exercise while I'm there and in the living room. So then I start to do my exercise and I scroll through and see how much time I want to spend on my exercise that morning and what I'm feeling like, whether it's stretching, hit. I usually go by which phase of my cycle that I'm in. So if I'm in my menstrual phase, I'll usually do some gentle stretching. And if I'm in my follicular phase, I'll start to get into some cardio. If I'm in ovulation, I start doing some HIIT exercises. And then once I'm in my luteal phase, I do some gentle strength training. I do some Pilates, some bar exercises. So I go by my cycle and I see how I'm feeling that morning. So I start off with meditation. I got exercise. So those two I do um, back to back. And then in my meditation, right at the end of my meditation, that's when I do my visualization. So at the end of my meditation, um, whether I'm lying down or in a seated position, I get quiet for a couple minutes and I start to visualize what my best and highest self is doing. So whether I'm coaching 100 clients or I can picture money coming into the bank or I can picture all my clients getting their results, I can picture whatever my highest self is doing, eating the best foods, helping others, whatever that is, donating to charity, my best and highest self, I visualize her. And that's typically what I do right after my meditation. Get quiet for a couple minutes, do some visualization, head into the exercise, and then I'm done with that side of the apartment. And then that's when I walk on over into the kitchen and I pull out my five-minute journal. And this is when I sit down with my partner and then I write in my book. I just ask him out loud and we kind of do it together. So I write in my five-minute journal. I write my, so that would be journaling. And then within the journal, there's also a section for affirmations. So the affirmations are I am affirmations, but sometimes if I'm not feeling like doing an I am affirmation, Depending on how I'm feeling, I could do a money affirmation. And so I write that while I'm journaling. And then the last thing on the list that I do is reading. So now that I've done my meditation, visualization, I've done my exercise, my journaling, and my affirmations, now I'm kind of a little bit more awake and alert. So this is when I like to do my reading. And then after that, if you spent a minute on each, you've done six things in six minutes, even if you just spent one minute on each. And it is very possible to do one minute of exercise. You could do jumping jacks for one minute. You can do burpees for one minute. You can start sweating if you do as many burpees as you can in one minute and challenge yourself or do as many jumping jacks as you can in one minute. It is totally possible to do meditation, affirmation, visualization, exercise, reading, and journaling one minute each. Your morning routine is done in six minutes. I typically like to spend a little bit more time because I do like to work out my body, work out my mind, do my affirmations, journaling, all that. So I do spend a little bit more time on the meditation and exercise and reading. 
But other than that, it really only takes me a couple minutes for meditation. My affirmation, visualization, and journaling don't take me very long. So the longest part is definitely exercise, but to each their own. And so that's my morning routine. I would definitely say start now. Start planning out. If you're listening to this in the morning and your morning's already passed, plan out your perfect night routine and then wake up early tomorrow morning and just do one thing on the list. Just start there. And if you're interested in the morning routine I've been doing, then check out Hal Elrod's book, The Miracle Morning Routine, and just start there. Start somewhere. And I'll leave you with a quote from Robin Sharma, which is another book that I recommend called The 5 a.m. Club. And the quote is, an extraordinary life is all about daily continuous improvements in the areas that matter the most. So I hope you have a wonderful day wherever you are, and I'll chat with you soon. My friends, thank you so much for listening in. If you liked this episode, feel free to share it with a friend, subscribe, rate, or review this podcast. For more health, wellness, and lifestyle tips, you can come say hi to me on Instagram at nutritionmoderation or online at nutritionmoderation.com. I hope you have an amazing day wherever you are. We'll chat soon.